Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5 this morning for a message titled, Answer. In verse 29, it says, Then Levi gave him a great feast of his own house, and there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with them. That's what happens when somebody is radically saved. They tell everybody. I, I love that. That's, that's kind of how I was when I first got saved. You know, I remember driving in my car thinking about that. You know, do I tell anybody about this? And then I remember just thinking, and maybe it was the Holy Spirit, I'm sure, just working in my heart. It was like, why not tell everybody? What's it going to hurt? It's only going to help. And of course, I wasn't received by everybody. Some people didn't want to be my friend anymore, and that's okay. The craziest one for me was when Jeff, my my former stepdad, when he got saved, you know, he came here to church, came, and before worship was over, the Lord had convicted his heart and he'd given his life to Jesus. I didn't even get to preach a sermon. He was already a Christian by the time I started preaching. I was wondering what it was in my sermon that, that convicted him. It wasn't that. It was the worship. And he just said, you know, God, I need to get right with you. And and so he was radically saved. And I remember just hearing about him. He's talking to all of his car car club buddies. You know, he had Squire's Car Club and all of his car club buddies. He's talking to them about Jesus, and they don't really want to hear it. But he's telling them anyway, and he still does. Tells them anyway. All of his family, his Catholic family, they didn't want to hear it. He's telling them, telling them, telling them, you know. Mm-hmm. A little bit rough. But what was crazy for me is, is we went to Pocatello just to visit him and Pam, his new wife. In Pocatello, we're eating after church. We go over to Perkins, and we're sitting at Perkins. And, and here's Jeff Pelagi, my stepdad, the guy I grew up with, the guy that I knew very well, I thought. And, and he's sitting across the booth from me, and this waitress comes up, and she starts to take her order. And he's like, do you know Jesus? And I was like, I don't know you. Who are you? This is crazy. I was just having such a hard time even putting the two together. And yet here's Levi. He, he sees what's going on and he invites everyone to dinner because he wants them to know Jesus too. And Jesus eats with them, though the food was purchased with ill-gotten gains. What do we do with that? Verse 30, And their scribes and the Pharisees complained against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Isn't that the way that it is? We have a problem with somebody. And instead of going directly to Jesus and saying, why are you eating tax collectors and sinners? They go to his disciples. Why do we do that? Why don't we just go to the person we're offended by? Why do we always have to go to the other person? Why do we have to, well, I heard this about that person. Is that true? When I was uh, in children's ministry years ago at Calvary Boise, we went to a conference and Tommy Snyder, who's Calvary Chapel Santa Barbara pastor there, they taught me and Shan a really good lesson. And that was, Don't ever take on anyone else's offense. He said, especially as the director of children's ministry, 
they're not going to come to the director. They're going to go to the director's wife or they're going to go to the director's assistant. They're never going to go directly to the director. And so he says to, to save your marriage, he says, you, you never want to be going to your husband. Well, how come we don't have the blue markers? You know, because it's, it's not your problem. If they have a problem and, and they, they don't think your husband's doing the job right, say, oh, we're just going to have to go talk to him. I don't know anything about that. I don't. And that is saved, that saved us so many things. But it's so easy to go to the disciples because then the disciples can set Jesus straight. Well, everybody's upset that we're not fasting. What's going on? Well, that's, that's not the way that it goes. Go directly to Jesus and say, hey, Jesus, why aren't you fasting? You know, if, if you have a problem with it. Go directly to the source. I remember back in 05, we had a really amazing Easter service. We had a group from another church, a worship team. It was kind of a disenfranchised worship team, actually. They were they were coming out and they were doing our, our Easter service for us. They were kind of looking for a church. And, of course, we're in Emmett and they're from Boise, so they weren't going to come and be part of our our group. At that time, I was like, man, I hope these guys come. But I, but I said, so why are you guys looking for a church? What, you know, you guys are a great worship team. What are you doing? And he said, well, we left our church. And I said, oh, really? I said, why? He said, they said, well, because the pastor fired the worship, the main worship leader. And we were all offended. And so we all left and we didn't leave well. And because we didn't leave well, we found out later that the pastor was in, within rights to do what he did. But we took on his offense. And that caused a lot of problems for us. And so now we're kind of disenfranchised. And then they told us, don't ever take on someone else's offense. Don't ever do it. But that's exactly what these guys had done. Why do your disciple, or why does Jesus, why don't you guys fast? Now, the Pharisees were, were not real happy with tax collectors. Of course, Jesus, you know, when, when somebody would walk down the street who was a tax collector, the Pharisees would pull their robes close. They didn't want their robes to touch a tax collector. They were an unworthy person. And now that Jesus is hanging out with these tax collectors and sinners, not he wasn't hanging out to become one of them, nor to get drunk or do drugs or partake in lewd activities. He was there to share the hope with them. One time, Shannon and I, Shannon and I were uh, were invited to a company party. It was her company that she was working for, and and we went to this company party. And man, the booze was flowing. Like they had all the Howard alcohol out. They were drinking it up. Everybody's getting wasted except for me and Shannon. We didn't drink and we don't drink. And so we're just kind of hanging out with them. We sang karaoke with them. And, and oh, they loved Shannon, Celine Dion. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're so wonderful. You know, <laughs> of course, they're all. But, you know, we, we hung out with them, you know, and they, they all got drunk and everything. But we didn't partake in that. But we just loved them. And Shannon just loved them. Every day at work, she loved them. They'd make fun of her. She'd be sharing the gospel with people as she's cutting their hair, and they would go in the back room and make fun of her. But you know that almost every single one of those ladies is now a Christian? The Lord works in that way. In verse 31, Jesus answered and said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. What a good analogy. You know, doctors tend to hang out with sick people all day long. I I mean, they're late when they come in, but they're, they're hanging out with sick people all day long. They don't hang out with sick people to try to catch their diseases. They don't hang out with sick people to try to adopt the lifestyle that made that person have a lifestyle of disease. What, why do they hang out with sick people all day long? Because they're trying to, to coach them into being well, to give them medication to help them in their illness, to somehow help them 
to make different choices and to practice a lifestyle that doesn't bring them towards disease. My question is, is what would that look like for me or, or for you? What does that look like to be that type of person who, who can reach out into those places and heal, heal the sick? And I think a lot of times we just, just want to avoid that. I love the book, The Secret Thoughts of an Unlikely Convert by Rosaria Champlain Butterfield. She was a professor at Syracuse, New York University, Syracuse University. And she was the head of the gay and lesbian studies for the university there. And she wrote an article about the politics of hate of the Christian right. And it was in the local paper. And as she wrote that, she's very proud of herself, and she was getting all the letters from all the different people. And she had a, a, a pile of fan mail and a pile of hate mail. But then she got a letter from Pastor Ken Smith, a Reformed Presbyterian pastor, sent her a letter, and she read it, and she saw, okay, he's a Christian, goes in the hate mail. No? Not really. Almost. Maybe the fan mail? No? Doesn't really go in the fan mail. And so she just set it in the middle. And she didn't know what to do with it, so she threw it in the garbage finally. And then she, actually, they came and picked up her garbage, her, her shredding that was in this pile of sh- papers that were going to be shredded. She went and dug through it, and she found that letter again, and she read it. And, and Pastor Ken had, had, had not said, you're wrong, or how could you think that, or what? He said, have you ever thought about this? Have you ever considered these things? And I'd like to have you over for dinner with me and my wife. Would you be willing to accept an invitation to dinner? And she was like, ugh. Oh. What do I do with this? And so finally she called him. She said, hey. And he's like, come over for dinner. And so she did. She felt like she was going behind enemy lines in a pastor's house. These are the most evil people in the world, these Christians. It's really what she believed. And as he showed her the grace and love of Jesus Christ little by little and invited her friends to come over and be a part of their dinner meetings, she ended up giving her life to Jesus Christ. And now she's a homeschool mom and married to a Reformed Presbyterian pastor. And, you know, just completely different. Speaks all over the place. But she wrote this book about her experiences. There's always a Pharisee that does not want to get their hands dirty or do the hard work. And if that's you today, in the back we have brochures for foster care. You can sign up. Verse 32. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. These Pharisees didn't need Jesus. They were good. They were good. Actually, they they really did need him. They believed that they didn't need him. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.